Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin, and I am your guest host today, filling in for the Vince Parker. I'm excited to be here with some of our guests, Brian and Hillary Nickel. Um, welcome, Brian and Hillary. Thank you guys for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great to be here. So, um, first, I, I want to give you an opportunity to share a little bit about your family. So, I know you guys pretty well. Um, you both attend the Northwest Campus, where where I'm at, where I'm the youth pastor, and so I know you pretty well. But I'd love for you to, to just kind of take the opportunity. Help us um, get to know your family a little bit, what your family dynamic looks like. So we are a family of seven. We have got uh, five kids. Um, We've grown our family through adoption, um, which has looked really great and really hard. So um, it has played a huge factor in our um, kids' lives, obviously, and um, their need for... Uh, community and the role that um, switch leaders and um, adults just at the church have played in their life um, as well. Right. Absolutely. So I know that, so family of seven, holy smokes, right? So that's you two plus five kids. Um, I have three kids. People keep asking if we're going for more. The answer is a strong no. And so couldn't be more done than the done that we are at three. Um, So, so much respect for the two of you, especially for you, Hillary, you have five kids and Brian. And so I know that that's a lot. And am I right, Brian? Or is there an Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. figured. I was just, well, I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure Casey said that uh, it's a strong no on more kids because of you too. Right. Josh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, there's no argument. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm with it. I, I totally understand. And so I'm just glad to hear that I'm not the only one. And um, hey, so so I know that so you got five kids. I know that, of course, I know that you have several in Switch, um, and well, you have a couple in Switch right now. You you had one, um, Ian, that already graduated, and I know that he's serving at Stillwater right now. Um, shout out to Stillwater campus because Ian's a stud, and so love love Ian. And then um, right now you've got Abby and Noah as well. And that are currently in Switch. So, will you do me a favor, Hillary, and would you just kind of share with us? We'll start with Abby. Share with us a little bit about Abby's experience. Like, what has her experience with Switch um, looked like? And, you know, how old is she? What's it stand, where does it all stand for her? Sure. Abby has, uh, she's our middle to oldest child. She's the second in the line of, of five. She's 17. She's a senior. She has, had the best experience of all of our kids um, in Switch. She has been lucky to have the same leader since sixth grade um, and um, has, she's had lots of, you know, good co-leaders as well. And the last has been there for probably three to four years. And so, um, but having Kelly be there her whole little life has been, um, the, just the biggest blessing. They've both leaders now have shown up to school events to watch her sing, but they have, um, they've loved her through all celebrations of Abby's victories. They have loved her through some dark times and, um, they have encouraged me as her mom <laughs> to celebrate right. her victories. And, 
um, the way that she has grown spiritually. Um, I think Abby is, it's safe to say she is the strongest of our kids spiritually, um, which I have to say probably has to do with having consistent leaders in her life that have encouraged her to dig in on her own. And she has done just that. And she is um, definitely um, better for it. Um, she's, you know, leading worship as um, as a worship leader for Switch. And um, I think it comes from, you know, out of the outpouring of her own spiritual life because she's she's done the hard work to develop that relationship with the Lord. And um, it's just been a beautiful thing to watch. Right, right. And yeah, and she's not only, she started leading in Switch and now she's leading on the weekend as well. And just that one of those kids that you look and go, man, you have just flourished and continue to grow in your relationship with Christ. So, so we look at that and we go, dang, she's got awesome parents, which is true, um, by the way. So she does have awesome parents. And so I, you know, it's easy for me to look at that and go, my goodness, like you guys have done an incredible job. And I know that you then look on and you go, but we had incredible support. And, and I know that you're so thankful, just as you're saying, um, that, that she's had Kelly and Kenny that, that have so consistently, um, poured into her life. And so that's, that's huge. And so for all the switch leaders listening, I want to kind of let you know why, um, I've had Brian and Hillary here today. I have them here because I think it's, it's one thing for me as a youth pastor to share perspective with you about what it looks like to win or lose as a switch leader. So it's one thing for me to tell you, this is what it looks like when we partner with parents well. And when we are, you know, show up in a kid's life and we do the right things and, we, and we're consistent. And then this is what it looks like when we don't do it well. So it'd be one thing for me to say it. It's a whole different story and a different perspective and a, a better one, a stronger one, in my opinion, when you get to hear it directly from parents. And so these are two parents, Ryan and Hillary are both so connected in our church. They are, um, they're all in. They've been plugged into Life Church for a very long time. They both serve. They love Jesus. They love, um, they love our church and, and the ministries in it. Um, but they've also got to experience, because they have so many kids, um, they've got to experience many different uh, perspectives themselves and sides of this. And so, Brian, what I'd love for you to do is if you would share with us um, what uh, what Ian and Noah's um, kind of maybe perspective or just like experience with Switch was. Like how, how did how has it played out for them and what did all that look like? Sure. Um, and, and I'll ask that Hillary jump in whenever um, to fill in any gaps because I'm I'm not a um, a long-winded type of person. Absolutely. But, are you um, saying that so, she is? What are you What are you implying? Not at all. She's not long-winded okay, at all. I, like I like I've told you before, I'm bullet points and she's paragraphs, <laughs> and and so it works. It works uh, for Excellent. us. Excellent. Excellent. So so we'll start with Ian. Um, and I you know I want to go back. I, I don't know that I would say um, I would I would classify Ian's experience. Or, or with his switch leader as as losing or not getting it right. I just think that there's, um, you know, maybe opportunity there. And so Hillary, okay. when we've talked about it, I think the the biggest thing with Ian's experience was he he had a lot of leader turnover, um, and so I don't know if that contributed to leader turnover led to turnover within the kids that that were part of that group. But where it ended with him was, um, you know, he he was really kind of the the only one that was plugged in. So you know, if a leader said, "Hey, let's go to Brahms," you know, the, and the group 
um, you know, to, to get together after or, or outside of Switch, you know, it was Ian and a leader would mm-hmm. be the only ones. And so he really lacked community um, with, you know, peers his, his age that were, right. that were plugged in. Um, and, I, you know, I can't, again, I can't say that that's a, a Switch leader's fault, but, you know, maybe if there was consistency um, with the leader, you know, and not and like similar to what, what Hillary described with Abby, you know, Kelly was always there. Um, right. And so, you know, what, what happened with Ian is, is sophomore, junior year, he was talking to us about, um, you know, he wanted to go on, on Wednesday nights to, to another church where, um, you know, he had done some things with that youth group, had some friends that were there. And it was it was a more consistent uh, group for him, and you know we we said no for a while. Um, we told him we said no. We want you to to be that consistency within your group here, hoping you know to maybe spur that change. Um, and I think it was his senior year. It was still kind of the same thing. And so we told him we said okay, you know go ahead and and do this. Um, just a couple of things that we ask is one. You know, you still attend Life Church, you know, normally, and still serve the way you serve, um, and then you stay consistent on attending this other church Wednesday nights. It's not an excuse just to to maybe stop going on Wednesdays. And you know, to his credit, he he did. Um, he attended it regularly, um, and and it filled a need for him that that he was lacking, um, and so he you know had that community for his senior year, um, and then he's you know he's gone off to. To OSU now and plugged right in um, at the Stillwater campus, the Life Church uh, campus there in Stillwater, and he is a wants to be a switch leader there that is consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really that's probably his biggest motivator right now is that he he wants to be there for those kids every every time, and he doesn't want to to do it over a short term, but he wants to you know stay plugged in with them. Uh, through their switch experience right yeah and so um, it's it's like you were saying it wasn't that he had bad leaders and it wasn't that they didn't he didn't feel that they cared it was he went through quite a few leaders over, over a period of time and uh, which kind of leads to it's really hard to build a relationship when you're going through a new leader even if it's every year but like every six months you know like if you're continuing to go through a new new leaders a lot of times i think those leaders aren't thinking you know, they're thinking, well, this isn't a huge deal. Like I, you know, I served a little while while I could. And, and, you know, they're just starting understanding, no, you matter more to this kid than you think. Like, like there's more here than you think there is. And I, I think you're hitting it right on the money, Brian. The group doesn't grow if the leader isn't consistent. It takes time for relationships to build and then that group to grow. And so, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all that he didn't have, you know, a consistent group of kids around him for that reason. And then I know that Noah kind of has had mixed experiences as well what what has his looked like so uh, you know Noah's kind of started out that a little bit on that same path um and, and fortunately you know I, you saw what was going on there and sure. uh you got him into another group and that one's been it's been great I think um you know he's Noah so you know every kid's different and that's one thing that that you know the 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 switch leaders, I really, I really kind of uh, feel for you because you're dealing with so many different personalities and sure. and trying yeah. to relate. You know, Ian and Noah are are, are 
opposites. Ian's outgoing and gregarious and, you know, never met a stranger. And Noah is, you know, really shy. Um, and you have to, you have to kind of pull things out of him, not because he doesn't want to engage, just because that's who he is. It's, it's difficult for him to, to engage sometimes. Um, right. But, you know, you, you put him in that group with Corey, and so shout out to Corey. Um, and Corey works to engage with Noah. Um, what was it, Hill? Um, it was a chess game that um, they were playing over. I don't, I don't even know how they did it, but it's through their phone, right? Yeah. And it was this – Corey was playing him in a game of chess that went on for days, <laughs> um, you know, and it was, right. it was, you know, one of those things that Noah would, would look at his phone and like, Oh, Corey moved. It's my move now. And they, right, right. and it, it was something that kind of, it, it clicked with him and, yeah. and drew him in. So, you know, shout out to Corey, if he's listening, I, I really appreciate that. It was a but way to continue engaging. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, we're, we're very hopeful. Uh, one that, that Noah, you know, Corey stays engaged and Noah gets to have a, a leader, through his, you know, he's in eighth grade now. So for the next, you know, four and a half years, he's got that same leadership um, in, in that group that they can have the community that Abby has. And yeah, and, and something big about um, that, that I know, and I'm going to go, I'm just going to go ahead and share what happened, if it's okay with you, that it was a really big deal to me as a youth pastor. When we came back um, for the first time, for our first time back in Switch in the building from COVID, the only reason Noah knew we were having switch is because Abby told him because Abby's leaders let her know and Noah's leaders didn't. And there was no communication. Um, COVID hit and it's like everything just was gone. And so you've got Abby's experience where her leaders stay connected and they, you know, they know what's going on with each other. When we would be, we actually did some things over um, on social media, some Instagram lives and Abby was, in, was at her leader's house. Like the, the whole group, you know, had found a way to get together and so I've got this one experience on the flip side. Noah doesn't even know we're back unless his sister tells him. And then when he gets here, no one from his group and n none of his leaders were here. Well, of course, no one from his group was here because how could they know we were having switch? And then his leaders also weren't here. So there's this expectation. So you got this kid that comes back. Nobody's here. And if I'm remembering right, he told you he wanted to go home, right? Yes, I took him home. Yeah, right. You took him home that week. And that's not because he had never been to Switch before or didn't know what was going on. It's because he showed up and felt like nobody cared if he was there or not. And in reality, right, and in reality, people cared if he was there. I know I cared if he was there. And, and we want him here, but that's not the message we sent. And so be, because the message that was sent was, I, I'm not, I don't know, like I, I'm not going to pay enough attention as a leader to let you know. So here's what I would say, um, because I want to make something really clear. Brian made a great point. Being a Switch leader is not hard. It's not easy. Um, youth ministry is very difficult. You are you are trying to connect with lots of different personalities. The part that we have to do, we have to do a great job as leaders in youth ministry of trying to simplify for ourselves is that the most important thing for us to do is to make sure that kid knows they matter to us. And so we do that. Not It's not rocket science. It's showing up consistently. It's just making sure it's communicating really, really well. It's it's communicating and knowing their parents it's having contact information. Like sometimes we don't even think about that. Like it's not on purpose, but the first night you're like, Hey, how are you? And then we have no way to get a hold of them. And that all of those things are so important. And so over time and talking with you guys, it was just, I thought, man, I want people to be able to hear. This is what it can look like on one side when it's done really well, not, not overcomplicated, very simple. 
I'm just going to consistently be in your life. You're going to know that I love you. And as a result, I'm going to have influence in your life. And then on the other side, lack of consistency from good people, like not bad people, very good people that, that love the church, love Jesus, gave up time to be in youth ministry, but just missed the mark on some things. And now we look and we go, well, maybe missing the mark. You know, it's not that big of a deal. I didn't communicate. Well, man, the kid went home because he felt so not wanted to be here, you know, not needed. And so um, as switch leaders, I hope that you all can kind of hear that. And I hope that it lights a fire under you. Like I hope as a, as a, especially as a small group leader, I hope it lights a fire under you to go, man, my communication, my words, it matters. My consistency matters. And so um, Brian and Hillary, thank you so much for meeting with me. As we kind of wrap up, is there anything that you would want to share as kind of a last tidbit, like anything that you'd like to add? Um, word of advice for, for leaders that are listening? I think just that um, I've had a couple of people ask me recently, like, man, what are you doing? Because whatever you're doing with your kids, I want to do it. And I think I can honestly say um, we got our kids plugged into Switch. Mm-hmm. There have been other adults, whether it be life kids, whether it be <laughs> I mean, like all through the years, we have had faithful adults love our kids and speak life into our kids um, when they needed it most. And that has made all the difference in the world. When our family was in their darkest days of of trauma um, with with our hurting girls, um, I remember Abby saying, like, my church is my refuge. Mm-hmm. Switch is my refuge. Like, that's a big deal. Yep. Um, and so for Ian to want to do that for his own switch group or for me to say today, um, hey, Noah, Josh um, wants us to talk about your switch leader or, you know, the impact of, you know, what it was like when your leaders didn't communicate with you and the smile that came across his face because it mattered that much that, you know, it's enough to communicate to other people the the effect of it. Um, Yeah, like every single adult makes a difference in these kids' lives. And, you know, we certainly can't do it without them. We don't want to. And we're just so, um, we're just so grateful to have, switch even for our girls like we've stepped into um do the tech team just recently and being able to have our girls um sit in the back and listen to worship and be able to listen to the sermons like god's not done um and he's going to use every single bit of it to continue to impact our family and every other family and so that's, yeah that's so awesome thank you guys so much and i so appreciate your time and For everybody listening, I hope that you feel encouraged and I hope that you feel motivated. And thank you so much for joining us today on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.